0: This is the Unleash Your Wealth podcast with the team from SC Wealth Advisors. And we've all been dealing with inflation. We've been frustrated by it. So it seems opposite to think that there could be a benefit, but Robert Kiyosaki is the author of the best-selling book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And he thinks there's an opportunity here. And he told CNBC that he likes commodities in this economic environment. So I just stay in things that as inflation goes up, gold goes up, real estate goes up, gasoline goes up, and food goes up. So I invest with the inflation, not against it. So what do you guys think? Have you changed your investment strategy because of the economy? Yeah, well, part of that works. His his playbook here is from the 1970s and all four of those worked in the 1970s inflation. And what we haven't had here yet is the wage price spiral. We've gotten little spurts of it. Uh, this last two weeks ago, there was an airline That settled for the pilots with a 41% pay increase over four years. Well, anybody's got to realize that 10% a year wage increases are not a low inflationary signal. They're a high inflationary signal. So once we get in, in the early 70s, when we had that round of inflation, in 1971, when inflation hit 6%, Richard Nixon put on wage price controls. That didn't work, right? So everybody's thinking that this inflation is transitory. It hasn't embedded itself yet on the wage side. If it does, then you'll see the price of gold and commodities spike a lot more than they have already. So you can have part of your portfolio there, but I don't think you overcommit yet because we haven't seen all of that unfold, Raj.
1: Yeah, I mean, Rick, it's ultimately you want to be tied to some sort of equity with some... Uh, protection and so obviously you see people are running to the bank to get their their CD because that's easy to do. But you can also invest in one-year treasuries where you're going to invest for one year. It's the risk-free rate of return, and typically it's higher than putting your money in the CD, so why don't we at least do a one-year treasuries? We also have structured notes. Structured notes, you get to participate in the market and have no downside. they are typically only 12 to 15 months, so you know that if the market goes down, you don't lose anything, but if it goes up, then you participate in either the NASDAQ, S&P 500 or the Russell 2000. And so we have a lot of clients that are flocking to those types of investments because uh, let's face it. You want to be able to outpace inflation, but people just don't want to take the well, risk. Risk, Rick, and that—that's the big factor. You got to find those alternatives to help you get those returns.
0: Yeah, the key is is that we know that over long periods of time, stocks are an inflation hedge. They tend to catch up with inflation, but they first fall back when interest rates go up. That's what we saw in then twenty twenty two so that when the Fed raised interest rates, the P multiple on your equity portfolio came down, you lost your 18%, so you didn't feel like you were keeping up with inflation. That's because there's a delayed effect in your stock portfolio when it catches up with inflation, where stocks then start to outperform again. So stocks are an inflation hedge, but you have to invest in them prudently, which means that if you can't take the volatility of a 20% down in a year, then again, if you use say a principal protected structured note, that means that you participate in the upside up to a cap usually around twelve to thirteen percent in the in the index. But if the market goes down, you don't lose any money. And those are pretty strong numbers, Raj, for short term investments. So for a lot of people that reaches their equity rate of return.
1: Yeah, and again, it's really structuring and balancing out your portfolio and having a blended strategy. There is no all or none, but you structure the portfolio where you have some stocks, you have some ETFs, you have some structured notes, you have some treasuries, and so nobody has the crystal ball. Nobody knows where we're going, but what we do know, it's not timing the market. It's time in the market, so ultimately, you have your time in the market where You get those returns overall, long-term, and keep a long-term outlook, long-term vision, and those are the investors that come out ahead. But also, it should align with your temperament for risk. So it needs to balance out what your risk capacity is, what your pain point is. Rick mentioned that if you can't handle that 18 to 20% downswing like we had last year, and that Ultimately, that, you, that
0: hurt that It caused you. some people to sell out. We it had did. a lot of people come to our office to talk to us about how they liquidated everything to cash by January or December last year, Raj, and they missed the whole run-up back up.
1: And, and that's what we were just talking about, timing the market. They yeah. timed it out. They, they stayed in all the way through, and things got bad for one year, and then all of a sudden they're selling out, and next thing you know, we have a rebound year to date, the market has completely ran back. So don't time it out, but it's okay to have a a low temperament for risk. So look to other alternatives so that you know, you don't want to lose money, Rick. Last week, checked, people don't like Nobody losing wants money, to lose money, and they right. want to have that floor under your portfolio. There are strategies out there where you could put a floor under your portfolio so that if the market goes down again, or when it goes down again, you know that you won't lose a single penny, but you still participate in the upside. And I think that that's why we're actually setting up a lot of those for clients because it's right there, it's in the middle where you get the protection on the downside, you still are able to participate in the market right and and
0: the, the whole point is that if you're going to rely on market timing to get in and out when these markets shift you usually make mistakes that's why most traders 98 percent of them lose money So what we have to do is we have to say, how do we give you the confidence to invest going forward where you can sleep at night and if the S&P has another bad year for whatever reason, then you don't take that loss. But when the market goes up, you're doing better than that one-year Treasury or CD, Raj. And I think that's the sweet spot for a lot of the people that listen to our show.
1: Yeah, we have a lot of people that are just doing the Treasuries and just sitting in their money market because the yields are so attractive. They haven't seen these in 15 years at 5% roughly. So, you know, it's it's hard as an investor to say, should I go and risk my money in the stock market? Or should I just sit in that one year treasury? You have to ask yourself, why are the CD rates at 5%? Why are the one year treasuries at five or a little bit above 5%? it's because inflation is still hot. And so when inflation is high, that's how they are able to offer these attractive yields. But don't get stuck in those types of yields. It's okay for part of your portfolio, but don't invest your entire portfolio because in the long-term, Rick, we've seen that people stay in those, investors stay in those, end up long-term, they don't make any changes, and they're stuck in that 5%. And then they, for fast forward, Five, six, seven, eight, or 10 years later, they look back and say, why did I stay in that 5% CD where they gave up so much and so many returns and performance over that long-term period? Well,
0: and then again, if you're talking about a CD, you don't have any tax deferral. So if you're in an upper income tax bracket, your five nets back out to three. And so if your money is growing at 3% a year and inflation's running five or six, last I checked, you're running behind Raj. You're not keeping up with the purchasing power. And so if you do that too long, you end up really losing great amounts of return in your portfolio, and the thing you can't recover is time. We all get a certain amount of time. We have to make, as an investor, we have to make that time work efficiently for us. So if you can't stomach any downside, you know, this last week, Raj, I I looked at an article, there's $5.46 trillion in money market funds in this country right now, it's hitting a record, which shows you a lot of people don't want any part of the stock market and they're happy with that 5% taxable. Well, that's almost a guaranteed loss against the current inflation rate. But they're afraid. They're afraid they're going to buy in at the market high. And again, there are so many other strategies that you can use to protect your portfolio going forward where you don't take a loss, but you can participate in those actual equity returns and get a real return above inflation.
1: Yeah, I mean, Rick, and obviously when you look at, there's cash, your cash money, your bank account money, and typically a lot of that money's in money markets, but we also see uh, investors that are putting their IRA money in money market funds. And let's keep in mind, IRA money is taxable money upon distribution. So. Uh, we can see that maybe part of your cash is sitting in a money market account because maybe earmarked for something near term and there should be a goal for those assets. What are the goal for those assets? And so when you look at IRA money, That's again, long term money that they have increased the required minimum distribution age now to 73. So you don't need to take that money out till age 73 and start distributing it every single year. So the point is, is that you can stay invested but stay invested efficiently instead of hiding in money market accounts because what people end up doing, they go to that money market account and then they never get out. And that is not an investment plan. That's a place to park your money until you figure out what you're going to do with those assets.
0: This has been the Unleash Your Wealth Podcast with Wealth Advisors Raj Shaw and Rick Borick. To schedule an evaluation of your portfolio with no charge or obligation, call 312-345-5494 or find us online at scwealthadvisors.com. Raj Shah is an investment advisor representative of SC Wealth Advisors, a state-registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Raj Shah is licensed in your state, please call 800-211-1962. SC Wealth Advisors is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity Guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Raj and NPN Insurance License Number 5336193. 6193